All right, all right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, world. Hello and good morning. And welcome back yet again, uh, world, uh, to the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. And so, yes, we are back like a shark attack, back like we left something, back like we ain't got no clothes on our back, and for the world, is a better place when the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast is taking place. And so, y'all, thank you for tuning in with us this morning as we conversate about the latest sports topics that has taken place from this past week and will be upcoming this week. It is always a blast to have you all tune in and participate with us every weekend. As a reminder that every week we always like to begin our podcast by reminding our audience that the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast can be found on Facebook via the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast community page, on Instagram as the Early Morning Sports Talk pod, YouTube as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, as well as Apple Podcasts, as well as on Spotify as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, um, as well as our own Facebook pages via Brandon Price, Jamar Goodman, and generally our partner people to NASDAQ. Uh, today is November 12th of 2022. We have yet again seen another fascinating week in the sports world. What well, we saw, y'all, Mr. Dusty Baker, uh, Mr. Old Man, he finally got that first World Series championship as a manager. He has won so much to run and Jamar. This man has won a lot of baseball games, and the only thing that was missing from his resume was getting that first World Series championship, and he delivered it to the Houston Astros. So congrats to Dusty Baker. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, guess what, y'all? They remain in the running for the ultra-competitive NFC South, and after a big win, they are 3-7 and seven, and right there for first place in the NFC South. Justin Fields, y'all, he impressed last week against the Miami Dolphins. And the, Miami, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, they hired Jack Vaughn and not May Udoka as their next head coach going forward. And they've been playing good basketball lately, uh, Jamar. And so, introducing our guest for this morning, uh, yes, world, he is a teenager. Um, he is 16 years old. Uh, he loves video games. He loves cereal. He loves his mother. But most of all, y'all, he loves the Bears. And so, this is a bright young man whom not only attends uh, Jones Commercial Prep High School, which is a very good high school in the Chicago world, uh, but still finds time at a young age, Jamar, to give back to the Lord. And that's what I love the most. Yes, we're going to get to the lines, Anthony. Be patient, all right? We're coming, all right? Be patient, all right? And so this young man finds time to give back to the Lord at a young age, and we love this. And so Introducing y'all to the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast this morning, a teenage sensation. Good morning, young fella, Mr. Teron Haynes. How are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> good. He's like, man, that introduction was great. <laughs> so, yes, thank you, Teron, for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you chopping it up with, with us uh, this morning on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. And so, also, with that being said, introducing my brother from another mother, my brother Wade from back in college, Mr. Jamar Goodman. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm, I'm feeling excellent today. We're we about to talk some lions. I feel excellent. <laughs> All right. And so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into it. And so on our first and foremost, um, Justin Fields impresses big time against the Miami Dolphins, putting up 178 rush yards, y'all which is the most rush yards in an NFL football game in the Super Bowl era. And he also, y'all, is the first quarterback in NFL history to put up three or more touchdowns and rush for more than 140 yards. FYI, world, the 61-yard scramble, which only took like three seconds he ran so fast, 
is also the longest touchdown run in NFL history um, for the Chicago Bears, which is, again, is not much of a surprise knowing our recent quarterback history, but it's impressive being that it's a Bears quarterback doing that. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't imagine Jay Cutler or Kay McDowell or Jim Miller or, or um, you know, our recent quarterbacks doing that. And so, yes, 61 yards, longest in Bears history. And so, guys, there's all type of history uh, that this young man is making. And so, just curious, fellas, Teron, uh, Jamar, uh, with Justin Fields' recent play, uh, which takeaways did you take away from this game? And do you like the direction this team is headed in after all the trades, et cetera, that has been made from this team lately and or recently? And so, uh, Jamar, you can begin, and then Teron, you can follow up. Um, what takeaways do you take from this game? And what do you what direction do you like the direction this team is headed in? Man, it, it's been a breath of fresh air in the last three to four weeks, you know, us watching our team play, right? E even though um our last one was against New England, but still it's it's been fun watching our team play. Um, I tell you what, I have more uh, of excitement watching our team lose against the Dolphins than us winning against Houston early in the year, that debacle of a game. Um, no, it, it lets you know that uh, our team offensively, who, who, you know, which we lack talent basically everywhere, can score around 30 points a game at this point now based on, I guess, progressions being made, people getting comfortable with the system, Um I guess players knowing their role and more importantly, the evolution of Justin Fields that we've seen from week one to now. Um, like the guy looks comfortable out there and yeah, you know, 178 rushing yards, single game record for quarterbacks, blah, blah, blah. But it's not like, you know, his first instinct is to just, you know, take off and run. No, he, he is a pocket quarterback that just happens to have this insane athleticism. And that was one of the things that was raved about him when he was coming out that made him so special. And that, you know, you know, had us scratching our heads why the, the, the Jets didn't want him or the 49ers didn't take him. you know, let alone that the Panthers passed on him and whomever else at the time. And we just so happened, you know, Ryan Pace happened to do one thing right in his tenure, you know, as a pardon gift was to trade up and grab this guy. So I think we can, you know, say with confidence here and actually, you know, be happy saying this, that I, we actually have a, a quarterback. We, we have one. We, we, we have a guy. In a quarterback-driven league, you got to have a quarterback, and we have one of those guys. So, like, I'm excited for the rest of the season, however it unfolds. If we lose the rest of the games and they play like this, I'm excited. Uh, that means we're going to have a top-tier draft pick if they actually win more games. and flirt around with a wild card spot. I'm happy either way. It's just, it's a win-win scenario. I'm ready for the all season. I'm ready for the draft. I'm, I'm just ready for everything because the foundation is set. Um, players are buying in. Progressions are being made. The trades that they made at the deadline, you know, I feel like it was just a win-win across the board for everything. They did what they had to do. They noticed that guys that's in their prime or past their prime or big contracts, on the books, you got to get rid of that, get more assets, more draft capital, free up cap space. That's what we're doing. Um, yeah, it's, it looks promising. Even though we lost to the Dolphins, it's the Dolphins. Dolphins are a good team. The week before, we lost to the to the Cowboys. I mean, yeah, they they beat us by like 20, about 20 points. But, I mean, we scored the most points against the Cowboys. 
this this pathetic, you know, piece of roster on paper scored the most points against the Cowboys, and they played some other good teams. So, therefore, man, I, I feel good. I, I feel great, and I definitely going to feel great about tomorrow's game, too. So, there you go. Yes, to run. And so, do you like the direction this team is headed in? And just what are your thoughts from this team's game um, from this past weekend? I see that you're on mute. Um, I would say, like, yes and no. Okay. Because I can see this team turning into, like, the Baltimore Ravens or, like, the Kansas City Chiefs if we don't make the right decisions. And, like, that might seem good. Like, okay, the Chiefs are, like, a great team, and, like, the Ravens are a great team. But what you notice about those teams is they don't really have good defenses. So their offense really has to, like, drop 30, 40 a game if they want to win. And we saw that with the Cowboys and the Dolphins. Like, if we didn't score, we were just going to get blown out. And usually it's our offenses who is getting us blown out because we can't score. But now that we can't score, our defense can't stop anybody. So, like, I see, like, if we just invest too much in this offense and we let the defense just decay and go to waste, we still might not be, like, competing for, like, uh, first-round C, second-round C because we can't we can't just outscore everybody we play because, our you know, we need still some more weapons. Right, right, right. Um, now, look, Jamai, this is a shame. Somebody going to post on the comments that this 16-year-old post uh, – this 16-year-old has better commentary than you, Brandon. Like, this is really pointless. Like, they didn't post that, but, you know, I'm just like, – <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, Teron, you bring up a really good point. He does, Jamar, that our offense looked like they're there already, even without many weapons. And so, it is some important for us to address in the offseason is the defense. And so, just a second, Jamar, I just want to get to the comments. Jonathan said, good morning. Anthony Walsh, he can't wait. He can't wait for the Detroit Lions for some reason. Um, Prescott JB stated, "Good morning, Prescott JB. My only worry about Justin Fields is that he hates Chicago. He's a Southern boy, and it's cold, and we're losing. We got to start buying his pizza or something to convince him to stay um, in Chicago." <laughs> oh man! So yeah, you know, maybe we could take him to Beggars or somewhere. Um, you know, because for me, Bad. Beggars is the best in Chicago. I don't know about you. What's I'm, the best pizza for you in Chicago? I feel you on that. I'm a Beggars lover. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I know this is pointless, y'all. This is an ADHD moment. Uh, Teron, what's the best pizza in Chicago for you? Is it uh, Beggars? Is it Giordano's? Is it Aguminati's? Uh, um, I have to say, it's like those, those small unknown restaurants that's like downtown. Because it, yeah, it kind of reminds you, like, of New York pizza. Like, you just grab a, a single slice, like a little big slice. Yeah, that's, like, the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, y'all. So, sorry to, uh, with the ADHD moment about pizza. No, I'm going to have to try that. I have yet to have one of those, like, original places. Yeah, I've I've yet. Like, it's always been those chain pizzerias. I want to. I definitely want to try one of those other ones. Down there, whenever I get a chance. Yeah, it's one I recommend on Michigan, bro. Uh, Michigan Avenue. It's literally um, right past. Uh, it's right by River North, um, and it's like a little small joint, and it's literally, bro, like right on the side. It's like associated with like garros and all that stuff, 
And I literally went there, bro, right before I left Chicago. I'm like, I got to go grab some pizza. And so I went and grabbed some, like, and got me like a little New York slice. So to run you, I did on, because I got me like a little nice New York slice. And it was pretty good, man. Of course, it's hey, Chicago. Prescott oh, JV yeah, said, man. Uh, said the best piece in Chicago is Milano's right off of 111th Street. It tastes, <laughs> it tastes like kissing uh, Rihanna on a perfect summer night under the moon while your favorite song plays in the background. Mm. Yeah, man. That's, that's one way to describe it. <laughs> that is, man. <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, and then CC area stated, what's the name to run? Um, and so I think uh, CC area want to know who's what's the best pizza too. And so, um, yeah. Um, we also got Ann joining us this morning, y'all. People Hernandez. And so uh, he is connecting shortly. And so while he is connecting, y'all, uh, there was a moment that we had on Sunday Okay. Um, and so this moment on Sunday um, involved uh, the Detroit Detroit Lions. Um, and so basically what happened to Ron is I've been on a roll lately for picking the Detroit Lions to lose, which they have given me many, many moments of losing. Right. And so they played the Green Bay Whackers on Sunday. And so I just figured, you know, like they've been on a losing streak, you know, um, I picked them to lose after I picked them to win. But you got to admit, Jamar, in this video, I gave the Detroit Lions credit. I said that they had a really good chance to win. And I said if they were going to win a football game, this was going to be weak. I said that, right? But it all around like two minutes later, I just woke up to my senses. And I'm like, hey, Green Bay, you better not lose this game. Green Bay, if you watch the game, they had about three opportunities in the red zone to win the game, even in the last drive to run, and they still blew it 15-9 to nine to the Detroit Lions. And so as a result, you know, Jamar and Ian has nothing else to do with their life. Um, they uh, want to show this video um, to the world um, so that people can see um, the pick. And so um, – Let's go ahead and let's see if we can play this video. Yeah, so my heart says the Lions. My heart says the Lions in this one. Boy, this is a hard one. It's really hard for me, Jamar, because I know I've been on the road lately of picking the Lions, and they never disappoint me. They never do. But the Packers got a chance to rebound here tomorrow. Um... But Detroit is highly explosive. Guys, I'm 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 hopping off the fence this week. No. <laughs> I am hopping off the fence this week. Detroit is better than Green Bay, actually. When you really look at it, they're better than Green Bay. This season they are. They just don't know. It's something going on with their damn brains, Jamar. Like, I don't know what's going on with their psyche or something. They just be like mentally just checking out when they supposed to win these games. For real. The Lions should be a lot better than one and six. Um, at least according to how they play on the field. <laughs> um, the better team, I think, really is the Lions. I'm gonna go with the Detroit Lions on this one, man. Get the bleep out of here. He picked the Lions. He never picks the Lions. That that just tells me that they're gonna get blew out by fifty this week. <laughs> And then he gonna come on here. <laughs> he we gonna leave with the Lions getting blown out. That's the that's yep, gonna be that's the lead right the there. 
Hey, hey, fellas, let's put that out there, man. Let's put that out there. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just feel like if, if the Lions had a chance, y'all, it would be this week because the Packers are really a bad football team. They really are. If, if the Lions, this is your chance. We're putting this out in the early morning sports. This is your chance tomorrow to win a game. Go out and take care of the Packers. They are reeling right now. They are reeling. Take care of them. We'll see what the Lions do. But this is Jamar. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Jamar, hell no. Scratch the Lions. Put the damn Packers. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Come on, Brandon. I don't know what the hell I was just thinking. I, I don't got all the motion and stuff. Like, <laughs> it, it's, it's Derek Campbell. He got you hooked. You know what? E, e, oh, either way. God. Either way, if the Lions win or lose, we starting off next week with the Lions and the Packers game. We, we are. We, either <laughs> way, it's a, I told you so, or he's about to rip <laughs> us a new one. It's either one or the other. Got to. <sighs> well, well. Well, <laughs> hey man, you guys, you gotta, you gotta at least like, you guys gotta at least understand where I was at that moment, based off of the recent history, right in, you know, the Detroit Lions, etc. <laughs> like, and, and y'all gotta admit, the Packers blew the game. <laughs> Did y'all see in the uh, red zone where the man was wide open, a uh, big offensive lineman? And Aaron Rodgers threw a pick at the red line, at the goal, uh, at the goal line. Like, um, I had really good reason to believe, but um, yes. And so, just curious, fellas, um, with the Detroit Lions and with the Chicago Bears, um, we'll make the picks later. But I don't know. I want to ask the world. Why are you, Jamar and Ian, so optimistic on the Detroit Lions, even though they're two and six now? What are your reasons for <laughs> believing in this team? Is it because of Home Box Office? Um, Home Box Office, y'all, is HBO, oh and it's a show called Hard Knocks. <laughs> and Jamar and Ian are they're big fans and they watch it every week, Teron, every week. Um, and, and they love Home Box Office, they watch it all the time, HBO. And so is it because of HBO? Is it because of Anthony Walsh? Like what are the reasons you guys are so optimistic on the Detroit Lions? Tell the world why. Uh, look, so, I mean, yeah, did I did I definitely have optimism going to this year for them? Sure. Did, did, did hard knocks help, help, you know, put a soft spot in my heart for the Lions this season? It sure did. Did Dan Campbell get me motivated and have me fight with grit this year? You're darn right. But... <laughs> You know, uh, you know, after, you know, eight games, we, we, we realized, you know, the Lions are a tale of two teams. The, the first team that we saw for the first four weeks, you know, they led the league in scoring. They just couldn't stop anybody. They, they, they just couldn't. They, they beat themselves. And then, you know, after the New England game, it just, you know, really fell off the ropes where they got goose egg. But, you know, you know, in all honesty, they still play hard. And the reason – I'm pretty sure the reason why me and Ian picked them last week was the fact that Lions still play hard, but at the same time, those those Packers, those Whackers, whatever you want to call them, government siege guys, um, they're just playing lousy. So that was yeah. kind of like a perfect storm on that one. Right. And just really quickly, bro, before we progress, 
Uh, I mean, Jamar pretty much summed it up. They was on the road. Whack the Whackers. They, you know, they they ain't been playing that great lately. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers. He he looks real frustrated. You know, he took all that money oh, and yeah, got nobody to throw the ball to, no protection, and he looks real frustrated. As a Bears fan, I love it every week. I love it every week. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, every like, week, like, y'all. <laughs> go ahead, in my bad. Like like Jabbar said, it's just a perfect storm. Uh, Detroit, you know, they have a real talented team. That's how they've had a talented team probably for the last uh, probably five years on paper. They just uh, kind of got to call them the can't get rights. You know, they just. It's always something with the Lions. You know, they put up 42 points for one game. They find a way to steal them. You know, they put up defense, play great, and offense play like crap. You know, offense come out there and play, and it's just always something. Or they get to the red zone, somebody fumbles the ball. You know, it's just it's just always something with the line. I like I personally think they're cursed. It's, I feel like no matter, they could have they could have Tom Brady, Randy Moss. A Pro Bowl team and just still lose. I just that's at this up. point, that's what I just think about the, the Detroit Lions right now. It's crazy because they have playmakers. They do. Yeah, they, they have playmakers have on, on. Yeah, on every almost every level, they have playmakers. So it's just a matter of is is mental. Is it's just more so just get it done. That's that's what it is when it comes down to. Right, and so fellas. We are going to get into that pick later, y'all. So please stay tuned with us um, within the next hour as we get to our conclusion of the show, of course. But we'll get into our NFL picks not too long from now, which will, of course, include Detroit and Chicago. And so, uh, fellas, let's now uh, move on to NFL reactions and overreactions. And so how this will work to run is we'll first have Jamar go, then in, and then you'll follow up. And so there'll be a string of questions. Um, that will be based on what we've seen thus far in this NFL season, which, of course, gives us news every week. It's just amazing how it works. And so let's begin, fellas. And so, uh, Jamar, in Tehran, is it an overreaction to think that with the on-ball talent that the Arizona Cardinals have with <laughs> – with, with, with DeAndre Hopkins, with, with Kyler Murray, uh, with, with Mr. Take the Head Off Your Defense, Robbie Anderson, um, you know, with, with, with Zach Ertz. Like, is it an overreaction to think that the Arizona Cardinals are a disappointment at sitting at three and six this season? You guys thoughts? is it an overreaction to think that this team is a disappointment? Is there, is there a valid reason for them being three and six? I mean, for me, it's not an overreaction because I told y'all before the season started that this team was not going to be well. <laughs> I, 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 between the DeAndre Hawkins suspension, which we know that this offense does not function well without him, plus the tough schedule, what they have, I mean, this is right on par for me, buddy. It, it really is. Um, let's see. You know, they, they, they got the Rams tomorrow. That can go 50-50. You got the 49ers. You got the Chargers. You got New England. Uh, you got Les Ride Broncos. I mean, that's a whole other story. You still got Tom Brady and the Bucks you got to face. The 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 Falcons. I mean, you don't know which team you're going to get. Then you got the Niners again. Like, this team is not making the playoffs. This is not overreaction to me. This team, overall, trash. So, sorry. <laughs> 
this is another home off <laughs> home office box. <laughs> I was just watching the other day. It may be late for work. But uh <laughs> no, nah, it's not an overreaction. Um I love the Cardinals, you know, roster on paper. Like I said, they got Robbie Anderson. Uh I mean they just got Robbie Anderson a couple weeks ago, but DeAndre Hopkins, uh Kyler Murray, James Connor, um JJ Watt, Buda Baker. Uh they got uh playmakers all over the field. Isaiah Simmons. Not overreaction. This team should be – they should be number one in the division probably, for sure. Um, I know the Rams, I, they probably having a Super Bowl hangover. Um, right now, I, Seattle be, number one. To me, yeah. To me, honestly, I think uh, – I think it's the culture. I think it's the culture. I don't – I know – I know DeAndre Hopkins out was six, probably six, seven, maybe like eight weeks. But I mean, he can't play defense either. I think it's coaching. I think uh I think Kingsbury, I think he might be out of there. If not, if not this offseason, maybe next year, if he stays next year, but I think I think it comes down to coaching. I don't think that offense is fit for this um the NFL. Sort of like a college offense. And they got weapons everywhere. It's like there's no excuse. And they got many of talent on defense. D line, linebackers, one of the best safeties in the game. Like one of the best safeties players in the, in the NFL right now, Buda Becker. So there's no excuse. I think it comes down to me. I, the talent is there. I just think it comes down to coach. I think it comes down to coach. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, to Ryan. And so, is it an overreaction to think that the Arizona Cardinals at three and six are disappointing? I would say no, because if you look at the schedule, they they only beat three teams, which is the Panthers, the Saints, and the Raiders. And we know all three of them teams are not good teams. The Panthers are like one of the teams who are trying to get like the first overall pick. The Saints right. just have all types of problems, and the Raiders. That's a story for another day. They also having like head coach issues. So I think if you look at their schedule, like you might have say, oh, maybe they can beat these teams. Maybe they can win over Seattle. But that's before, you know, Geno Smith was starting to have an MVP season. Mm. So like, of course, nobody's seen Seattle actually being a contender this year. Everyone thought, oh, they're from in a rebuild. They're from to trade their players. But Seattle's looking good. The Rams who are falling off, I mean, they still have a Super Bowl bowl winning roster like they're not as good as they were last year but like they're still a super bowl winning team so i think it's not an overreaction they just have some issues they need to work out of coach of course like their coaches i don't know what he's doing and i think it's also kyler murray i think he's in his own head and like he's holding himself back because we've seen him like go off and drop like 40 you know just outscore teams but we also see him like get skunked and like he's just playing horrible this is facts, Deron. This is this is damn sure good facts. This is all very true. Kyler Murray does appear at times to be in his own head. I swear I watch the game, and I think that often to myself. That is factual, young man, for real. Uh, yes. And so I think you all agree that it is not an overreaction for the Arizona Cardinals uh, being at 3-6. and six. 
Another disappointment to Ron, uh, Jamar M, is the Las Vegas Raiders. And so, is it an overreaction to think that the Las Vegas Raiders will fire Josh McDaniels before season's end if this team continues to play this way because of all the expectations this team has? Jamar? Look, the consensus is this this team is very, very um, underachieving and very underwhelming. Uh, with this particular question, I want to say it's a slight overreaction only for the standpoint that it's his, his first year and the only coach that I can see, you have to be like Urban Meyer terrible to be let yeah. go like <laughs> that soon. That That's... <laughs> Like that's that's, and I can't see him being that terrible. I mean, I I know for a fact he's a trash head coach. We 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 known this before, but they wanted to you know roll the dice again. Like maybe he learned from his ways. Maybe he can lead a group of men. Maybe he can actually turn this thing around. No, no, he, he's not that guy. I mean, heck, when you got former players talking about the only way they can win is for him cheating, that, that should let you know already. But, hey, you know, Raiders is that organization that's also part of the can't get right, so who knows. But nevertheless, like, I picked this team to actually do some things this year, and every time that they lose, it just makes me more and more upset at, at them all the way around. You can blame some on Derek Carr, but I feel like the majority of this is Josh McDaniels. It's, it's just all the way bad for me. Right. Um, Deshaun Reed Senior stated that uh, um, that um, Derek Carr is booty cheeks, which is not a good thing. And so um, <laughs> that's how he stated that Derek Carr's plan as the quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. And so, and I'm very interested in your your stance here, bro, because you've kind of been stating that Josh McDaniels is better as being in a coordinator. He's not that type of He's not good as a head coach. And so I'm just curious, bro. Um, what's your thoughts on this? Um, slight overreaction only because, like Jamar said, you know, it's his first year. And, um, you know, they got to give him time to know. You got to give him time to, you know, work his magic and, you know, make the team how he wants to make it, give him his kind of sort of direction. But I don't, I don't think, like I always said, I don't think he's a good – head coach, maybe offensive coordinator, but I don't think he's a big head coach. I, from, you know, from what I've heard, maybe he's just not a good, maybe his system or he's just not a good leader of men, I would, I would, I would guess. You know, he's probably like a brainiac as far as the X's and O's go, but as far as like leading the whole team and being a leader of men and trying to use the same methods that, um, Bill Belichick, I don't think that right. works for him. I only think it works for Bill Belichick, actually. And then, and I mean, it might not be working for him that way. Well might not be working for him that well either right now. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, you got you got to give him you got to give him a chance. You know, to, you know, put his put his impact on the team fully. But uh, I think Derek Carr is a problem too. I don't think. I think Derek Carr probably needs a new singer. I don't think. Yeah. I think that. I think that's a problem too. Um, it's a lot. I honestly think the law them moving to Las Vegas was a bad idea too. But that's a whole nother story for another day too. A lot of distractions in Vegas. I think we all can agree on that. Yeah. Vegas. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, 
Yeah, man. And, and so, yes, just want to address these comments, Teron, before you uh, speak. Prescott JB stated, Luka Doncic ain't nothing more than an assistant principal with handles. Um, <laughs> CC. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not an assistant principal, though. Bruh. Uh, CC ever stated, Prescott JB and Anthony Walsh are hilarious. Uh, Prescott JB also stated, Aaron Rodgers doesn't care about football anymore. He's going to run for president. Um, and then also, uh, Prescott JB's Kyla has to be better than he is. It's sad. Uh, check this out, and our boy from the class 09, Keith Jow Jr. He stated the guys, Good morning, Keith. If you're here, bro, uh, good to speak with you. And Yo. he got that yellow and orange, and so you know, he's talking about that MP love. And then Anthony Walsh stated they should have let Kyla do his thing and play video games instead of game planning. <laughs> so <laughs> I definitely remember, like, you know, just listening to NFL radio, Andy Jamar, um, and just listening to it while you drive your car and stuff, and them talking about Kyler Murray being a big video game person. So um, maybe, 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 maybe this is part of the issue. I don't know, man. But, um, yes. And so, uh, Tehran, uh, just curious, um, with the Las Vegas Raiders, is it an overreaction to think that, them letting go of Josh McDaniels, this the overreaction to think that they should fire him before the end of the season if this team with all this talent, at least on paper, continues to lose and disappoint. Yeah, I think they should definitely let him go. If you look at like his season with Denver, he had a losing season, he had a losing season with them. He was like overall 11 and like 17. So of course, like you see him go to your division rival and he doesn't do good. And then you allow him to take places. Now you're a head coach, and now he's also not looking good. I think it's a pattern there. And I think he was good as, like, an offensive coordinator. But not everyone's made out to be a head coach. Just because you can, like, call plays as an offensive coordinator doesn't mean you should take over, like, this organization. And, like, before the season started. Yeah. Before the season started, (laughs) everybody was like, oh, they got Devontae Adams, you know, Derek Carter, like, reunited. And everybody just thought they were just going to be, like, this team. And I was just like, I don't know. I'm just – for some reason, I'm not seeing that they're going to be, like, top three teams, top five teams. But I think if they can get rid of him quick enough, because they still have a shot at, like, making a playoff. Because the Chargers are kind of not where they want to be, and the Broncos are just – I don't even know. So, like, if they can turn it around and start winning some games, they can maybe sneak in as, like, a a seven-C or, like, a six. Because the other divisions besides, like – I would say the East, everyone, like everyone's not like, no one's like clearly winning on the AFC. Like as the North or like the Eagles are undefeated. Like they still have a chance. They just need to like turn it around now. Right, 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 right. And so, yeah, you know, the AFC North. Yeah, man, the Bengals are a disappointment. Um, The Steelers. I mean, we can go through all the teams. The AFC East right now, like you say, is uh, competitive. Um, the Patriots are last place in their five and four in that division. And so the East is um, very interesting. We're about to talk about the AFC East very shortly, my brother Jamar. So um, with that being said, y'all, let's get into the AFC East. Um, is it an overreaction, y'all, to think that the Buffalo Bills, to run, and that's a very good point you bring up the AFC East, that the oh-so-talented Buffalo Bills in 
could very well end up in a wild card position based off of the competition in this division. Let's keep in mind, the, 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 the Bills have lost two division games, y'all, to the Dolphins and to the Jets. Yep. With a 6-3 Dolphins team, a 6-3 New York Jets team, as well as an above 500, 5-4 Patriots team. Is it possible, uh, Jamar, um, that this team could end up in a wild card position? I'm going to pull up the uh, schedule, too, for y'all. <laughs> so, the only reason, and I'll say this again, the only reason why I feel like this is possible is the fact that Josh Allen is dealing with a UCL injury here on his elbow. That, that is the only reason for me to, you know, give the other teams in the division the benefit of the doubt that they could actually win the crown this year. And it's no slight. I'm not even, like, giving any type of disrespect at all towards the Dolphins or the Jets or New England. Like, those teams are playing phenomenal, like, completely phenomenal. Two as a starter, 6-0 and this year. The Jets are continuously collecting receipts, and I, and I, I love it. I love it. But um, as soon as that schedule, you know, loads up, uh, you see it? it and I, so I, I, I see it, but I, I see it in, like, uh, it looks very pixelated. Ah, uh, okay. Can you see the Minnesota Vikings there? Yeah. Oh, there. All right. We're good. It's clear. Minnesota Vikings, uh, Jamar, next okay. uh, tomorrow, uh, Cleveland, Detroit, New England, New York, Miami. Bears and Cincinnati, and then also New England. Yeah, they, they kind of got it rough, man. They, they division is tough, and then they got the Vikings on top of that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, but this is a team that, you know, we've all had in our top five this whole year. This is a team that's a Super Bowl perennial caliber team. Uh, for the, I've been on record saying this is the best team in the league. I mean, but it all it, for me, it just comes down to that injury to Josh Allen and how he can manage that injury for the rest of the year. I think he can play through it, but once again, it's just like how his tolerance, what he can do with it, 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 it all comes down to that because that team is it's still lethal. They're not perfect, but that team is still lethal. So that injury is the only possibility for me that somebody else can overtake the division. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. And your thoughts, bro. Uh, man, it's, it's possible. I mean, that division, it's probably besides the NFC East, it's probably the best division in football right now. That division is playing some of the best football in the NFL right now. Like you say, you got the Dolphins, you know, at six and what they six and three. Yep. Um Jets, Yep. Just just beat them last week. Um I'm a little nervous about Josh Allen with the UCL injury because that's my um that's my fantasy quarterback. And he guaranteed me about 20 points every week. I'm real nervous about that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean <laughs> 
I mean, the Bills are a top three football team in the in the NFL period. As long as Josh Allen, you know, stays healthy and you know their main their main starters stay healthy. I know they lost uh they lose Michael Hyde for the year on defense. So I know that was a pretty tough loss. They got your Davis White back, so that's pretty good. But um as long as they pretty much stay healthy, they should be fine. I think they should somehow win that division, but um they miss Josh Allen for a couple of games or a game or two. It could get tricky. You can see Miami. You can see Miami win a division. You know, if Miami, you know, keep playing where they're playing, or hell, even the Jets. So, I mean, that's a right. tough division. Yeah. Arguably the second, second or best division in football right now. Actual, yes. Yep. Uh, Teron, uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, do you think that the Buffalo Bills can end up in a wild card position? Uh, based off of the schedule that you see coming forward for this team? I say definitely. Yes, it's definitely possible. Because if you look at Josh Allen's play, I would say what, two weeks ago when he played the Packers, like he was good the first half. And then the second half, he just started throwing interceptions left and right. He was like, what are, what are you doing? And then against the Jets, you know, like people – still aren't giving the Jets the credit they deserve. Like, everyone thought they were going to be horrible. So now that they're actually playing decent football, people still haven't, like, caught on that the Jets are actually something. So when people look and say, oh, the, the Bills lost to the Jets, what are the Bills doing? It's not like – they're not giving Jets anything. Like, the Jets' defense is really good. They have Sauce Gardner. Like, he's pretty good at taking out your number one receiver. Like, and then, like, their offense is, is doing what it needs to do. Like, it's not nothing spectacular by any means, but – they're getting the job done. So I think, like, if Buffalo doesn't, you know, pick up the slack, they could, like, very well be third in this division, maybe fourth. I still see them, like, being over the Patriots. But now the Dolphins and the Jets have a tiebreak over them. Like, they are they already beat them. So if they continue, like, drop games, especially against the supported game in Minnesota, because Minnesota is a pretty good team right now. So if Josh Allen doesn't play, then they lose again. Now the Jets and the Vikings are going to be ahead of them in this division. Right, the Jets and the Dolphins. Yeah. Yes, they're, this is factual. This is factual, nephew. And I mentioned the tiebreaker is very important. And me and Jamar and Ian are looking and saying, yes, they got the tiebreaker over, <laughs> over the Bills. And so if things are to progress as is, then, yeah, the Bills could very well end up somewhere in third place, um, you know, and just be a team that should be afraid to play in the playoffs <laughs> in yeah. general, regardless of that seed. Yep. Yeah. And so we the, the only question here on the Early Money Sports Talk podcast, y'all, is if this team can end up as a wild card team. We didn't say if this team could go to the Super Bowl. We all still believe and know that this team is very capable. And so regardless of the fact, if the Bills get in the dance, you're nervous, especially if Josh Allen's on the field. Um, but the question was specifically about the wild card positioning. And so, um, yes, right now they're in a very tough division. And they are very battle-tested because it's no lack zone for the Buffalo Bills this season. Every game has been pretty much, uh, you know, they had a few of weak teams. But other than that, they've had some pretty tough teams they've had to play this year. Um, all right, y'all. And lastly, is it an overreaction, y'all, uh, Jamar, to think that after the unexpected hire of Jeff Saturday, that Jim Ursay is next going to bring Dan Olaski from ESPN out of retirement to be this team's starting quarterback next season? 
have Stephen A. Smith calling exotic plays on offense, and have Uncle Shea Shea, a.k.a. Shannon Sharp, of undisputed lineup at tight end. Is this very well possible after um, the recent hire of Jeff Saturday? All right, when, when you when you mentioned Stephen A. Smith calling plays, exotic plays, at that point, you like, nah, yeah, you, you lost me on that one. Lost, now, yeah, yeah, see, I, I, I can see, you know, um, um, Uncle Shay Shay coming out there, you know, Hall of Fame tight end, you know, doing work. Maybe start over Mo Ali Cox. I, I can see, you know, Dan Olofsky, you know, I'm pretty sure he lost, he, you know, he learned from, you know, him stepping out in the back of the end zone years ago. I'm pretty sure he could outperform right. Sam Ellinger right now. Uh, I mean, this team is abysmal. Sheesh. Um, sorry, Coach fans. I know you might be watching, but I mean, it is what it is right now. Hey, I mean, hey, you get a top five pick. I mean, you get one of those premier quarterbacks. It's a quarterback draft this year. I'm just saying. Um, yeah. I mean, but, but in all seriousness, I think just, just for uh, purposes here, I think Jeff Saturday is probably a good hire based on, you know, his familiar – Familiar, I, I can't even say the word right now. Based on his notes, yes, <laughs> with the Colts and, you know, it's him maybe more so probably just motivating the guys, getting them riled up. I don't know who's calling plays. It might be Matt Ryan for at this point. I don't know. But nevertheless, um, no, I mean, for what it's worth, I mean, let's see what they got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not Matt Ryan. I can't remember the guy's name, in, but it's some guy that's with the organization um, he's like about 27 years old, a kid basically. Um, and they got him called in place for the organization. Um, Matt Ryan was mentioned as a possibility, but, um, yeah, definitely. And so, um, and, and Teron, this was just a, a, a joke of a question. It really wasn't a real question. Um, it's just, you know, we want to highlight that Jim Ursay is, um, he's very capable of doing the unexpected. Um, this man has brought in he has brought in grandpa quarterbacks for the last few seasons to start for this team. So, um, yeah, the Indianapolis Colts, man, they are definitely newsworthy for sure. And uh, Jim Mercy know how to keep the Colts in the news for sure. He like we in Indianapolis, damn it. But we're going to be international with this news. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So, yeah, man. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, uh, we'll see uh, how this team does. But we room for Jeff Saturday on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, so we'll see how things go. And so, all right, fellas, uh, let's now progress. Um, and so let's do our top five NFL teams. And so, um, Jamar, you start us off, and you follow up, Teron, you follow up. Um, give us uh, your top five NFL teams, and let's go quickly on the segment. Who's your top five NFL teams? All right, all right, all right. You know, as you know, uh, my number one team that I've had every week is definitely not number one anymore. Right. Uh, for for obvious reasons. Uh, all right, so at number five, number five, I have the Buffalo Bills. I have the Buffalo Bills at number five. Yeah, they lost. Um, um I mean, like uh, Teron said, uh, you know, Josh Allen, uh, turnovers for his zone. I, I feel like that's basically been their Achilles heel here. If they was to, like, have a team stay in the game, it's because it's self-inflicted. Turnovers for his zone, just untimely turnovers in general. 
the Jets is a team that will not beat themselves anymore. The Jets will, you know, keep the our Disney quarterback Zach Wilson under under control here. Make sure he does not throw the ball a ton of times. Make sure that they grind it out. That's that's what they do, and that's how they end up beating the Bills. So, nevertheless, Bills still a perennial perennial team to me. Um, but right now they're number five. Number four, I, I guess it's Minnesota. I guess. I mean, I still feel like they're probably one of the weakest seven and one teams in NFL history, but nevertheless, they they getting the job done. So I'm gonna just, you know, speak nice things about them. You know, Davin Cook is a nice player. Justin Jefferson is a super nice player. Uh empty calories, still empty calories, but you know, hey, I'll leave it at that. Oh man, that's that's, that's that's empty calories. And I'm gonna just, you know. Maybe maybe you got like about ten calories right now. I don't know. I'm gonna leave him alone. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, number three, may may maybe a surprise. I don't know. I mean, I I kind of spoke with him about two teams ago. That's the New York Jets to me. The Jets right now are just playing really good football. They they're not like I said. They're not beating themselves. I thought I really thought like the the wheels will fall off without Brees Hall, but I mean they're still finding ways to get it done. Offensively, they're doing enough. Defense is ferocious. Um, but you know, right now I got a number three. I mean, it is what it is. Number two, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, hey man, Patrick Mahomes is uh, is your league MVP right now. What he did against the Tennessee Titans, like I literally went to bed. At halftime, I'm like, maybe, maybe they might pull it off, maybe not. I mean, Tennessee's still playing somewhat decent, surprisingly enough. But I wake up in the morning and I saw the highlights. Mahomes did it. It's crazy. We we take Tyreek Hill off the team and we see this man progress even more as a quarterback. How scary is that? Right, right. Like, that is nuts. And so what he did to win that game, what he is doing right now, he is your league MVP right now. And then number one, I, I guess I'm joining the, the, the bandwagon here with you all at, at number one with the Philadelphia Eagles because they are getting it done. Um, look, man, I, I know their schedule is easier compared to others on this list. However, doesn't just because you have an easy schedule doesn't mean you're, you know, uh, you know, overachieving or anything like that you i mean this team has proven that it is a good football team on both sides of the ball Jalen hurt excuse me is in the mvp conversation by far uh aj brown when healthy is and i and i deem him a monster amongst men i have a movement there and he's one of them so yeah uh my top five is uh eagles chiefs jets vikings bills there you go and top five, bro. Uh, man, this number five spot, I'm kind of – I'm in between two teams. But I'm going to give this one team the nod. So I'm going to give it to the Dolphins. I'm going to give it to the Dolphins. I got the Dolphins at five. Yeah. Um, got the Vikings at four. Man, surprisingly – I had to knock them down a slot. I got the Bills at three. Number two, I got the Chiefs. Chiefs quietly under the radar, just getting the job done. Like you say, Patrick Mahomes, he's looking like MVP right now. 
him, I would say him and the quarterback for the number one team. And still number one team, it'll be Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Uh, Teron, uh, you got a top five us. You got top five NFL teams for us? Yeah, I got a top five. I'm going to say right. a team that I don't think nobody has even mixed yet. I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Like, Duh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see Dallas being in the top five. Like, they have one of the best defense in the league. Nobody really talks about it. Like, besides the Bears, nobody has really, like, dropped, like, a bunch of points on them. They've been able to hold people back with that defense. And, like, that's why Cooper Rush got so much love because people thought, oh, it's Cooper Rush. He's, like, he's amazing. But it's really that defense who, like, gave him a chance to actually do anything. So, I think I got Dallas at five. At four, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. I still think, like, they're a good team. I just think, I don't know, like, they're starting to waver a little bit. Like, they're not as strong as they were at the start of the season. And three, I'm going to go with Miami Dolphins. Like, Tyreek Hill is definitely the best receiver in the league right now. Like, he's he's doing major numbers. Jalen Waddle was a great number, too. He he compliments Tyreek very well. Tua's playing, like, really good. And, like, their defense is not as good as it could be, but, like, it's, it's holding people back. Like, it's getting the job done. At three, I have a three. I'm going to go – I'm at three already, right? Yeah. Yeah, you at two. All right, number two, I got the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I like the Eagles. I'm not saying they're fraud. I just want to see them, like, beat a great team, but, like, beat a bad team greatly. Like, they blew – like, they played the Texans in, like, the first half. It was a close game. And I'm thinking, if you're the best team in the league playing the worst team in the league, you should be able to just blow this team out. But they they kept it close until, like, the last like the last two quarters. And they finally, like, did enough to, you know, beat them. So while I'm not saying they're bad or, like, they're frauds, I just want them to convince me. Like, I want them to prove it. And at number one, I got the team you cannot bet against. I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, Patrick Mahomes having an MVP season. Like, every time you count out the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes does something and just – I'm, I'm before it's seen, and, like, he gets the win. So I feel like if the Eagles played the Chiefs, he'd like, he, he would just prove why, like, he's better than any other quarterback in the league right now. Right. No argument, no argument here. <laughs> what y'all think about that top five? Solid. Solid. Yeah, no argument. No argument here. Very, very solid, man. Yeah, um... Yeah, man. Um, I did not pick Dallas, um, but they definitely deserve some love in that top five. I'm still, uh, you know, stuck in this AFC East because, you know, these teams get a lot of coverage and, you know, um, they get a lot of uh, buckets, let's say points. So I got Miami at five, Buffalo at four, Vikings at three, Kansas City at two. And I still got Philly nephew because they are undefeated at eight and oh. Um, and so, yes, um, in Philly, I just think they're a very, very well, well, well-balanced team. But um, that would be interesting, man. I would love to just see Philly and KC go at it. But, um, yeah, two very good football teams for sure. So we cannot argue with that top five. Um, and so with that being said, fellas, let's uh, just quickly just want to ask any of you guys, any of you, you guys can chime in. Um, Dusty Baker um, and the Houston Astros captured – the World Series championship uh, this past weekend, y'all. And um, this is Dusty Baker's first ring. 
Uh, this is the Houston Astros second World Series championship. And so um, just want to give you all an opportunity, guys, to face or to just give us your thoughts or any congrats or anything to Dusty Baker. So Jamar and Teron, you guys feel free to chime in. I mean, just, you know, congrats on a Hall of Fame, you know, manager career. And that just basically solidified it. It's basically, I think you mentioned it last week, like the Andy Reid effect, you know, just playing all those years, just, you know, got to get that one. And it was, you know, wonderful seeing Andy do it. So it was definitely, this was definitely the silver lining for me in this series. I had the Phillies winning, but if, you know, if they lost, then it's like definitely happy for Dusty. So congrats, man. Any thoughts, anything? Uh, same. I mean, same here. Like, like we stated last week, you know, we did have the Phillies winning, but um, seeing Dusty win, that was that was big. You know, he used to manage the Cubs back in the day, and we were this close, you know, to get <laughs> to getting back, you know, to get into the World Series. But it was it was a joy, you know, seeing him, uh, seeing him finally get over the hump. You know, you, you love to see coaches like that win, like stated Andy Reid and it's a couple of other coaches even in the NBA, but finally seeing, seeing them get over that hump was, it was pretty dope. And man, that he's, you know, one of the few, uh, black men to win a world series. That was, that was pretty dope to see him get over. That was pretty dope to see it was, bro. It was. Yeah. So, Ryan, just any thoughts on uh, Dusty Baker uh, winning his first World Series championship or just the Houston Astros winning the World Series? Uh, I don't really get into, like, baseball like that, but I have been noticing what he's been doing, like, you know, what he's been, like, doing for this team. And, like, when you look at the record, they had a really dominant season, like 104 wins. He came in, he got the culture right, he got the team behind him, and, like, he's just a great overall leader. He has a well-deserved championship win. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. And so congrats uh, to Dusty Bacon and Houston Astros on capturing uh, the World Series championship. All right, fellas, uh, just an FYI. This is just an FYI, world. Um, college football, notable games for this week. And so there are new picks required. And so uh, number four, TCU, is at number 18, Texas today. Uh, number six, Oregon, is at 25, Washington. And so since six, Oregon has lost that first game earlier in the season. They have been dominant since then. Um, number nine, Alabama. Alabama has had two tough losses, y'all. Um, last weekend at LSU and then first to Tennessee. Um, they are now number nine, and they are at number 11, Ole Miss. Uh, number 17, Tulane at 22, UCF. 20, uh, Notre Dame. Um, I think uh, Jamari Ann pointed out last week that Clemson uh, was not all that impressive, and they went to Notre Dame and got stumped. Um, so Notre Dame is um, ranked number 20 and playing the Navy uh, Golden Knights. Uh, 21, Illinois, y'all. Uh, they play Purdue. They play Purdue. And so uh, Illinois is uh, playing pretty decent football, and they playing Purdue today. And then we always like to highlight the uh, HBCUs here on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. And so Jackson State University today will take place against Alabama A&M. So with that being said, fellas, let's now progress to the nitty gritty of our podcast. And that's NFL picks. So let's get into our NFL Week 10 picks. All right. So Jamar, 
we start us off, bro. Um, what what the fuck? Okay, here we go. And so tomorrow, Seattle at Tampa. And just an FYI, Jamar fellas, this game takes place in Germany. And so that's why y'all see that we are start time at 8:30. So just curious, uh, Jamar, who you got for this one, bro? Seattle or Tampa? It is. I mean, if you ask me at the beginning of the season, (laughs) man. It's like, dude, dude. Want to count out Tom Brady, Jamar, at this point? Yeah. I feel like, you know. It's like, I'm sitting here, like, asking myself real time, am I about to pick against Tom Brady? Who's about to like, who uh, you know, going overseas? I'm pretty sure he wants to have a good outing, you know, going over there. Like, am I about to? Yeah, I'm about to pick against the Bucks. They're just not playing good football. It's just not like. Remember, we talked about it about a month ago. Like this team, you know, their ceiling isn't as high anymore. Offensive line, uh, defense has been terrible. Um, it's like they're just doing good enough to get by. Offense looks out of sync a little bit. They can't even run the football like they used to, so it's there's no balance. And I'll just say this because I say it every week. You know, they wrote me off. Getting right back. Hey, Gino. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And, bro, who you got? Uh, Bucks are playing terrible. Uh, they throw the ball 60 times a game with a 50-year-old quarterback. I got the Seahawks. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> right. Teron, who you got, bro? Seattle Tampa. This game, I believe, can go either way. Like, while Tom Brady's not playing as good as he like he usually does, Bucks still have a pretty good defense. Like, they, they're able to hold teams to, like, low-scoring games. But I just think – I don't know. Like, I love Tom Brady, but I don't think he gets it done. I think Seattle gets to win. Yeah. Wow. Uh, For me, y'all, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with TB in this one, man. I'm going to go with Tom Brady. I think he's ticked off from this divorce, y'all. And, you know, Seattle, they are a great, well-balanced team. Um, but I think Tom Brady got something going here. I, it, it's really hard for me to bat against guys like Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Tampa. Um, Minnesota at Buffalo. This is it's a big game right here. Two pretty good teams. Yeah. Uh, Jamar, who you got for this one, bro? Man, and just real quick before I make my pick, just to point out, like. The trade that these two teams had about three, I think about three years ago, yeah. it's probably one of the one of the rare times that you see a team actually both teams actually come out on like winners. Yeah. One of the rare times. Um, with that being said, it's like I, I want to pick the Bills so bad. I do, but I it's a Josh Allen thing, because I don't even because he's heavenly questionable tomorrow. They they say they're taking it hour by hour. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna ride with him. I don't have the warm and fuzzies inside at all, man. I, I don't. I don't. Bill's mafia. 
Who you got, bro? Uh, it's a tough pick because I don't know if my boy Josh Allen's playing or not. I hope so. Um, I'm gonna go Vikings though. I'm gonna go Vikings. Dalvin yeah. Cook have a big day. Thank you. Yep. All right. Uh, Teron, who you got? Buffalo, Minnesota. I still don't know. I depend. It depends on if Josh Allen plays because, of course, the plays that he makes, like no backup quarterback is doing that. Like he's the heart of this team. So if they don't have Josh, I would go to Vikings. And if the Vikings win this game, I think they win the division. I think if they get this win, the division is theirs. Yeah, I'm gonna go Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm with Toronto. Regards to the division. Um, we kind of pointed this out on the podcast that this division could be over with early, very early. But how the Packers are playing, the position that the Bears and the Lions are in to run, you're right, man. This division could be over with in the next few weeks. This could be over with week 14, 13, maybe even earlier. Because the way these other three teams are playing in this division, Minnesota, and then just them picking up T.J. Hawkinson, um, like they are – kind of coasting right now and so um yeah yeah uh for this one y'all um i'm gonna go bills mafia if josh allen plays um if josh allen doesn't play i'm gonna go in minnesota so um jamar maybe this is a conditional for everybody but if josh allen plays for me i um i got buffalo i think buffalo gets it done and they send a message so- that we so I'll tell you what, I won't post the picks until 1030 tomorrow because we'll know 90 minutes before kickoff. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Buffalo still has something to prove to everybody. Like, have y'all forgot about us? Okay. All right, y'all. This is a big one. This is a big one. The Detroit Lions go up against our Chicago Bears tomorrow. And so, just curious, Jamar and are y'all rolling with the home box office or what? So, Jamar, who you got for this one, bro? Let me, let me, let me, let me get back to my, to my, to my sign. Hey guys, because you know every week Ian points out that you know it's hard for me to you know not pick my team because um you know this this is being displayed back here. And I got my little Bears pillow here too today. You know, just <laughs> all right. So. Look, yeah, I understand our defense can't really stop anybody, even though we had two opportunities last week to win the game because they actually made stops when they counted. Um, but the Lions can't stop anything. I guess it's up Aaron Rodgers. Other than that, they can't stop. They, they, they can't stop a stop sign. Um, they, they, they're, they're trash. Their defense is trash. I, I like our team. I like I, – I'm complete bias off. I feel like we've been playing as a better football team in the last three weeks compared to a lot of other teams. So I'm taking our team with confidence. I think our boys get it done. And your thoughts? Bear down, bear down, bear down. Ryan, your thoughts? So you got. Um, I say it depends on what Lions team we get. 
because we saw early in the season, Lions were like number one scoring offense. And now with our defense starting to fluctuate, like this could really be like a shootout. Like a lot of people aren't like, oh, Bears, Bears. I do think the Bears are going to win, though, because the Lions defense is like, it's the worst defense in the league. And I think Justin Fields, now he's getting more comfortable. The play calling is getting better. And, like, now we have Chase Claypool. He's fully learned that playbook by now. So I think, yeah, it's just we're going to overwhelm that defense, and our defense is going to be able to stow that offense just enough that we get the win. Yeah, yeah. Um, I look at this game, and I kind of feel – when I just look at it, I look at it in confidence. Like, the Bears – like how I was talking about Detroit and Green Bay last week – the Bears should win this game. They have all the tools to win this game tomorrow. Um, Detroit's defense is god-awful. Ah, man, they just give up a lot of points. Um, and Justin Fields, the way he's playing, man, it's just on Justin Fields. If Justin Fields do what he has to do tomorrow, the Bears should take care of business. I, I'm going to roll with the Bears. Um, uh, real quick, real, real quick, just want, just want to point this out because we got to talk about it earlier when we were talking about it. So basically stuff that I've, I guess, been hearing, I guess, as far as fans and radio and other stuff, it's like the only way that, you know, because we've been feeling good as a fan base for the last three weeks and rightfully so. The only way that I guess that narrative changes is if we just, our offense just lays a dud, like complete dud. Yeah. Because this game is projected to be a shootout for obvious reasons because nobody can stop anybody. But basically, as long as the offense continue to do what it's doing, defense, I feel like it's just more so a foundation thing just and lack of playmakers in the front seven, per se. Yeah. But but overall, man, like, as long as they don't come out with a dud, like, I'll probably be happy either way. But I think our team should win, like you said, Brandon. Keyword, should win. Yeah. Um, just want to address the comments really quickly, y'all. Um, Prescott JB stated Nick Saban took all of the starters McLaren sports cars and will not give them back until they make the college football playoff. Then he additionally sure. took all their debit cards off too. We cut off the debit cards and so forth. <laughs> <laughs> not the debit cards. <laughs> right. um, he also stated Case Keenum is a glorified assistant principal with the decent spiral. He works as a plumber on the weekends to stay in shape. Dang. Not a plumber. So, Case Keenum, is he the backup for Buffalo? Yes. I figured. I figured. Hey, I mean, mean, if he plays, he might, you know, liking his former team, maybe he might start collecting receipts tomorrow. Who knows? Actually, he might be motivated. Yeah, this is is true. Yeah. And CC area stated, let's go Bears. Hashtag Bear Down. Hey, let's get it. So, yeah, she is a very excited Bears fan. And so, yes. All right, y'all. Jacksonville at Kansas City. Is this a dangerous game for Kansas City tomorrow? Um, who you got, Jamar? Hey, man, your, 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 nephew, your nephew said it right. Uh, team you don't bet against, right? We, we've been making right. a lot of money off this team the last three, four years, man. I'm, I'm, Jacksonville is not there yet. This is next year be a different story because I think Calvin Ridley is that big of a difference maker, but – until then, uh, yeah, it's Kansas City on this one for sure. Yeah. And who you got, bro? Kansas City in the blowout. All right. I mean, Tehran, who you got? 
I do think it is going to be a closer game. I think Jacksonville isn't going to just fall over and let the Chiefs run over them, but I do think the Chiefs will win. Yeah, yeah. I got the Chiefs as well in this one, guys. Um, Cleveland at Miami. Um, who you got for this one, guys? Jamar, who you got? Yeah, two, two, two are starting, right? Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's yeah. starting. So uh, I'm pretty sure he's undefeated as a starter this year. Yeah, I, I got the Dolphins. Uh, and who you got, bro? Hands up. I got Miami. Ron, who you got? Got the Dolphins. I'm going to roll with y'all. roll with the Dolphins as well. I do think uh, Cleveland presents them some problems, y'all, with that running game. And they oh, slow yeah. this game down intentionally with them great backs so they can keep Miami's great offense off the field. Um, so I think this is a close game. Um, and Miami's defense hasn't been performing that great. Just a lot of great offense. Um, but I do think Miami gets it done. So I'm going to go with Miami. Um, Houston uh, at the Giants. Who you got, Jamar? Not the Giants, but this game might be, you know, closer than what the records yeah. show. Houston, just for whatever reason, they just, you know, hang around a lot of times in games. But I got the G-Man. And uh, I agree with Jamar. It might be closer than they expect, but I got the Giants. San Juan should have a big day. I think this game is going to be like a really quick game. I think it's going to be the battle of the run games. But Damian Pierce, and then you got Saquon, and then you got um, got the Bears. I mean, what's the Giants' quarterback name? Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes. He's yeah, he's also pretty good, like as a scrambler. So I think this game is going to go pretty quick. But I think the Giants do have a better defense, so I think the Giants will win. Beautiful analysis. Everything you said, I totally agree with. And from a football game perspective, me and Ian and Jamar could say that wholly with you, that both of these teams love to run the football. They love Damian Pierce and Jamar. I like him, too, now that I've been seeing him lately. He runs hard. He runs physical. He's good. And he likes contact. And the Giants love to run the ball, too. And how the Giants have been winning games to run, you are right, man. They run the ball with Saquon. And they run the ball with Daniel Jones. They love to get him on scrambles. Love it. And so <laughs> I like the fact that you stated that that could be a fast football game. That is very Facts. true, man, because they both love to run the ball. But I'm a, I'm with y'all. I'm going to roll with the Giants as well in this one. Um, I think the Giants had a better team. Um, New Orleans, Pittsburgh. Um, who you got for this one, Jamar? Boy, 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 boy. Man, do I do I take a rusty rifle or do I take a a, a pick machine? Man, jeez, <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm taking a rusty rifle to a gunfight. I guess I, it's more so. I, I think Kamara is going to have a good game here. I I I feel like the the team that turns the ball over the least is going to win the game, and I can see the Saints being that team. So. I'm taking the Saints. Ian, who you got, bro? A uh, tough one, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Saints. Uh, hopefully, Alvin Kamara has a big day for those guys. So I'm gonna go Saints. Ron, who you got? Ooh, um, 
I'm just going to flip a coin. I'll say Saints. They are getting Jarvis Landry back, so I think the offense will be slightly better. But then again, Pittsburgh defense is getting better because they're getting – um, what's his name? J.J.? Yeah, they're getting uh, T.J. Watt back, so maybe he'll be able to contribute more. But I think the Steelers offense is just not – it's just horrible right now, so I think the Saints will win. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Sorry, not J.J., but T.J. And so, like, yeah. Um, Saints, man, they are a disappointment for me, y'all. I, I had ex- high expectations for this thing. They got a lot of good ball players. Now, don't get me wrong, their receivers have not played. Um, and they've been out a lot lately. Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas just out for the season. You know, they leaving a the rookie all over the field. He can play, though, Chris Olave. Um, and so Pittsburgh, I just don't know what to expect from this team. And they they've looking like they they want to lose or something like. They just don't look motivated out there. Um, I got New Orleans in this one. Um, Denver, um, three and five, y'all. Um, right now, they are another disappointment. Do they turn it around, y'all, against the Titans? Jamar, who you got? Uh, quick pick, uh, Titans. Yeah. Uh, yep. That was that was real quick. <laughs> uh, Ian, who you got, bro? I'm going to go Broncos country. Let's ride. I'm going to go with the Broncos. Okay. And Tyrone, who you got? This game, like, this game is probably going to be horrible. Like, just like the Colts and Broncos, where it was like a low scoring, slow. Like, both of these teams have great defenses. Like, the Titans slowed down the Chiefs for a while. And then the Broncos, I don't know. I'll say, I'll say the Titans. I think the Titans to win. Um, ooh, this is tough for me, Jamar. You know why, bro? Because it's Ryan Tannehill playing tomorrow because Malik Willis looks terrible. Like, when he plays Malik Willis, like, he is just abysmal out there. Um, And Derrick Henry literally is, like, holding the fort down for this team. Um, And so... The way it looks for me is Russell Wilson is playing them all, right, y'all? And so yeah. if Russell Wilson is playing, I'm going to go with the Broncos for this one if Malik Willis is playing. Now, if Ryan Tannehill was playing, I'd go with the Titans. But, you know, I still think Denver has some explosion on that offense. You know, they got some playmakers. So that might be my upset pick, y'all. I'm going to go with – um. I'm going to go with the Broncos for that one. Um, Jamar, uh, Indianapolis to Las Vegas. Who you got for this one, bro? Boy, oh, boy. We got we got one team that can't get right and the other one that just fell completely off the wagon. Um, I would expect the Raiders to win this game, especially since Shaq Leonard went on IR, and I think his season might be done. Um, Sam Ellinger is not that guy. I mean, maybe Derek Carter isn't either, but nevertheless, I'm, I'm taking the Raiders. I feel halfway confident about that one. Um, and then really quick, who was, uh, what was y'all picks for the other one? Uh, for, um, the Broncos Titans. I, I got Denver and got Denver. Tehran got Tennessee. Gotcha. Thank you. So, and who you got for Indian Las Vegas? 
Uh, Las Vegas, there should be a stat, uh, stat patent game for the Raiders. It should be. Well, you know, we'll see how that goes. Right. How would that look? Yeah, I'm just curious to Ryan and Jamar. Um, how would that look if Jeff Saturday beats Josh McDaniels on his coming straight from ESPN? Never coached. Never, never coached. And he beats Las Vegas. That's the reason why the question was asked. Because imagine if that was to happen, Jamar. How would you like? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Like if I'm the front office and I see that happen, but anywho, um, Teron, who you got for this one, bro? Can you hear me, Teron? Andy Jamar, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Uh, oh, my bad. I would say I'll say the Raiders. Okay. You got the Raiders for this one? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, for me, I'm gonna go with the Raiders as well. Everything points to the Raiders. I tell y'all what, man, if Josh McDaniels lose to Jeff Saturday tomorrow, boy, boy, boy. Monday will be very interesting. Um, all right, y'all. Dallas and Green Bay. Um who you got for this one, Jamar? Boy, if the, if the Cowboys don't, don't wax those Packers real quick, and I especially feel a lot better if Ezekiel Elliott doesn't play. Hashtag free Tony Pollard. <laughs> oh, yes. It sounds like in this case you got Dallas. Um, Ian, who you got for this one, bro? Uh, I'm going to go Packers for the upset. What the f- Ooh. Okay. All right. Well, I tell you what, um, <laughs> Packers might be motivated, right? I mean, Mike McCarthy's coming back to Green Bay, right? You know, yep. um, they, they gonna be waiting for him, you know, and Aaron Rodgers could be motivated tomorrow. This is a very interesting game. Okay. Uh, Teron, who you got for this one? Dallas or Green Bay? Well, the Packers are dealing with a bunch of injuries on offense and some on defense. Like, some of their receivers are out. I just don't see how they can outscore Dallas. Like I said before, Dallas has, like, top five defense. Their offense looked good against the Bears. But, like, of course, that's not holding – like, of course, now that we see what the Bears' defense is, it's not saying too much. But, yeah, I don't see how the Packers can outscore Dallas. Yeah, I'm with y'all. Um you know, it's very rare that I pick the Whackers, um, especially when they're down. So, no, I am not picking the Whackers. Um, I got Dallas in this one. Uh, at least you uh, got some sense on, like, somebody on this panel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so yeah. disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see, man, how this one go. But um, I got Dallas. Uh, y'all, Arizona, three and six at the Rams, three and five. So, Jamar, who you got for this one? Oh, man, do we really got to pick a winner of this game? Uh, um, picking the Rams, I don't feel good about it. If I was to pick the Cardinals, I really wouldn't feel good about it either. But I'm like, I guess the Rams, I, I guess they still got playmakers on that defense. They, they, they don't seem like it sometimes, but I guess they're there. So I got the Rams. Got the Rams. 
What you got, bro? <sighs> I'm gonna go Rams. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go oh. Rams. Okay. Um, Teron, who you got? I got the Rams. Uh, if you, I saw like a little, little like a little sideline argument between D Hop and Kyler Murray. They're not on like the best terms right now, and then like their play calling is just not good at all. And I think Jalen Ramsey can like lock up D Hop, and D Hop is basically their entire offense. So I think yeah, Rams. Um, I like the Rams in this one tomorrow as well. Um, man, just to think with all that talent, Arizona, they, they fight for their season right now. They could be very well, uh, three and seven. And if the Rams lose y'all tomorrow, with all that talent they got, all the expectations, all the money they spent, all them contracts, they could be three and six. Wow. Um, all right. The Chargers, y'all. Five and three. I'm um, going up against the 49ers who uh, made a big trade um, and and they looked really good the last time they played. Uh, we have not really saw this team lately, um, but they are back tomorrow. And so um, just curious, Jamar, who you got for this one, the Chargers or the 49ers? I really need Debo's theme music right now because he, he he's returning. I, I really yep. need that, 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 that theme music right now. So, Look, we we know that the 49ers on paper is exceptional. And we know that once they get rolling, they get rolling. I'm not a believer of the Chargers. Not right now. I'm taking the 49ers. I think they win convincingly. Uh, and who you got for this one? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Chargers. I'm going to go Chargers. They charge this week. And Teron, who you got? I got the 49ers. They're getting a bunch of their injured players back, so their offense is going to be even better. Christian McCaffrey already adds a lot. And their defense is still pretty good. And the Chargers just, they don't look consistent. So, that's the 49ers. Right. Um, the Chargers do not look consistent. Um I'm going to go with the 49ers as well in this one because I, I went on a, a very, uh, let's say, a rant about the 49ers and their talent. And it's not a rant, not a bad rant, but a good rant stating that this team could be very dangerous. Um, they are loaded. Um, and so the, the Chargers, um, just not consistent enough. They are so volatile, um, especially the play of Justin Herbert. But imagine this, y'all. Imagine if San Francisco goes 4-5 and five tomorrow. Do people still believe in the 49ers like that as a really serious team if they lose in their four and five? Just something to think about. Um, yeah. Jamar, uh, go ahead. Somebody's going to say something? No, go ahead. Yep. Um, so, Jamar, my final pick, bro, who you got tomorrow, Washington or Philly? Hashtag go uh, – was it? Go Eagles go. Is that their hashtag? Fly Eagles fly. Fly Eagles fly. Yeah, fly Eagles fly. Simple as that. Yep. And what about yourself, bro? Eagles blow out. Yeah. Tarot. I got the Eagles and like a two-score game. And for me as well, y'all fly, Eagles fly. So world. That concludes our NFL picks for this morning.
Uh, we thank you all for tuning in with us. So uh, that also concludes our podcast for this morning, fellas. Um, as we head into the weekend, Jamar and into run, uh, we always do final thoughts and shout outs. And so, Jamar, um, as we head into the weekend, bro, um, any final thoughts or shout outs as we head into the weekend? Uh, I guess the only thing I, I want to mention, um, you know, our, our uh, finals MVP from last year, he, he is balling out right now. You know, as we know, the Warriors had a slow start to the year, but I mean, this this dude number thirty, he it's like every time I watch him in the last this past week, I'm just sitting here like, bro, like, if like, it, it, dude, it like, we've had these discussions about top ten and stuff, like just all time greatness is phenomenal. Man, dropped forty yesterday. Matter of fact, what really took me over the edge was when I saw a picture this morning. It was down three with like it was 95, 98. It was down three. It was like a minute and maybe like 10 left. He shoots the three. He did his his classic with the where he's looking off in that high pivotal moment. You looking off and you know when the ball's going in. I'm like, come on, bro. Come on. So yeah, yeah. I just wanna he is, man. So I just wanna give him, you know, just early NBA shout out because he's still doing his thing. It's it's insane. Right, he's had nine 30-point games this season and is right. single-handedly carrying the Warriors, who are five and seven, um, pretty much by himself. And the Warriors are looking like they're in the championship hangover, but Steph Curry ain't in no hangover at all, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, any final thoughts to shout-outs, bro? Uh, Shout-out to my boy, uh, Justin Fields, you know, Justin Fields been getting a lot of love. This he been getting a lot of love this week. That's why I hope they don't come out and just give us a dud tomorrow. Oh my God, I'm on screen. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen ESPN, Fox Sport News, any everybody has been talking about the Bears all week. Now Justin Fields is the best quarterback out of the 2021 class. Uh, I've been knew that. You know, everybody that watch, that's watched Justin Fields over the last three, four years have known that. But, um, you know, you know how the media does. So, shout out to Justin Fields. Um, hopefully he keeps it up. Looks like we finally got a franchise quarterback. Hopefully he stays healthy. Um, I know Morgan Park plays today. You know, they yes. played Nazareth Academy at one. So, shout out to them. Hopefully they get the job done. Keep it. Keep it going on the way to state, and uh, hopefully these bulls get it together. And that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is big, uh, Jamar. So in Tehran, um, Morgan Park High School in football is in the state quarterfinals. It's third round. They haven't done that since me and Ann's team in 07. Um, and if they win, they would go to the state semifinals, which would be the first time reaching that since 2005 which is the game before the state championship. And so good luck to the Mustangs today. Big one uh, today against Nazareth. Uh, Teron, any final thoughts or shout-outs, uh, nephew, as we head into the weekend? I would say shout-out Luke Getze. Uh, the Bears, like the offensive coordinator, like at first he started out really slow. I think he was just nervous and he was really getting warmed up because he was calling like some weird plays and he really didn't use Justin Fields like strengths he really didn't give him these design runs and these play actions 
But now, as you see, like, we have one of the best running games. Justin Fields is tearing it up. He's able to get comfortable and do the things he like he's designed to do. So I think he really fit this offense to, like, fit Justin Fields. And while Justin Fields is, like, a great player, he's seen that, like, without the right the plays, he can't really do anything. So I think we get to deserve some love, too. Yep. Yes. Yeah, Agreed. yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I, I, I commend all of you guys special sh- uh, shout outs. Um, just want to uh, say for final thoughts, guys, um, everybody stay safe. Um, enjoy the weekend. Um, keep God first. Um, and also want to keep you guys posted the next Saturday, next Saturday morning. It will not be a normal sports podcast. It will actually be soccer related. And so, and Jamar, we'll talk about that. We'll have Frank Noxies on. Uh, we'll have uh, Philip from France on. I'm trying to get another guy from the UK on. And we're going to talk World Cup soccer, which is happening in Qatar. And it's coming up next week. And so we thank you all for chopping it up with us uh, this morning on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Uh, we appreciate you all uh, for following us and for being with us on the page and supporting us. Um, and so uh, you guys have a blessed and safe weekend. We thank you all again for tuning in with us. Be great. Peace. Peace.